All right, so we have a very special guest for you guys today. We have Nisi G, the real Nisi G, sorry, excuse yes. me, because <laughs> there are a lot of fake pages out there. Yes. So we have to get that correct. This is the original Nisi, and she's going to be talking to us about what it's like to be a model in LA, because there are some, um, a lot of craziness going on right now, or <laughs> has been going on, so we're going to get into it, and she's going to share her experiences with us, and we're very excited yes. to get the raw yes. from her. The, the real. <laughs> she's going to give it. She's going to give it to us. So. Yes. so thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Thank you so of course. much. Thank you and for coming. Let's jump into it. I'm yes. Well, first and foremost, Miss Nisi G, where are you from? I'm from Chicago originally. I um, grew up in Indiana. I moved to Chicago. Okay. And when did you come to L.A.? And what was your story behind deciding to make that big plunge to L.A.? Well, I came to L.A. two years ago on on New Year's Eve. Um, I was basically, you know, tired of the same thing at home in Chicago. I looked outside my window. It was nothing but gloom and, you know, bad energy. So I was like, let me relocate to another place. I had kids that I was went to school with and they uh, was actually moving out here. So I jumped on a wagon with them and moved out here and here I am now. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy because a lot of people are scared to take that leap yeah. from their hometown to LA. So what attracted you to LA? What was it about LA that was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do? Well, that's so funny that you asked because I had no attraction towards LA. Like I didn't even want to come out here. Like I have plans to move somewhere, whether it was Tennessee, Atlanta, somewhere, but by my friends um, coming out here and uh, my sugar daddy was like, hey, I'm going to be relocating to L.A. I was like, shoot, let's do it. I had never <laughs> been out here before. It was the first thing time for me. And um, of course, you know, when you move to a new town, you have your ups and your downs. But I think that I did a great job. You definitely did. Killing it. Killing yes, it. Thank you. So we're happy to have you in LA. LA is happy to have me, CG. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm happy to have LA. So much good stuff has happened to me since being here. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's always the pros and the cons, right? Of so. course, with anything. But so since you've been in LA, you've definitely done modeling, and your work is amazing. Thank you. She is body, adi, adi. Like <laughs> I'm here to attest for it. Yeah. <laughs> So we love the material and we want to know what, did you come to LA to do modeling or you landed in LA and you were like, just landed upon modeling? Yeah. So, um, basically as I was telling you guys, I had a sugar daddy and he, um, was like a model manager Mm -hmm. and he was so like obsessed with my beauty, I guess you can say. Um, and it happens. <laughs> I, I, I was the first time for me. And he's like, um, yeah, I think you should do modeling. We're going to pitch a TV show. I want you to be on the TV show. And I was, you know, down for it. He actually started me a Model Mayhem account. And as uh, soon as I got to L.A., I started booking gigs. I was making like 500 a week off modeling alone and with the help of him. And he actually moved me here, got me set up and everything. And... Once I started doing the modeling gigs, everything was, you know, the money was pouring in, but it wasn't everything that it cracked up to be. <laughs> so what you mean by that? What's the downside to it? Well, I was start, I had started doing um, 
regular modeling with him because, like I say, he's a model manager. So I started doing regular modeling with him. But when I got to L.A., my very first model shoot was a nude modeling shoot. Now, don't get me wrong. I love nude modeling. Some people think that it's sexual, but the mind is only things that sexualize in it. So um, I started doing nude modeling, which was definitely paying the bills and getting me to good places. I was making like 200 an hour. I would shoot for two hours, three hours. And I was like, leave with $600, you know, but some of the photographers were just like too, they were just old and it, the modeling wasn't going to the places that I wanted to go. So, you know, once I do something, I want to put my best foot forward in it. And I just felt like me doing the modeling wasn't giving me that um, leap that I needed. I understand for sure. Cre- creepy photographers are like never ending, especially in LA, especially guys. I was gonna say no offense, guys, but guys know what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> there's also they're just always an ulterior motive. Yeah, yes, behind it, mm-hmm. it can exactly. never just be professional. Right. Like even you know, we have a production company, and even when we book models, it's like they're kind of like like surprised of how professional we are. And I'm like, we're like, yeah, we pay you. Like you have situation where like, I guess these models go on set and they don't even get paid afterwards. I've, I've never ran into that situation. Um, Thank God. No, no, they really, because I had um, Sean, which is the, his name. So Sean was basically my ma- model manager and he um, made sure that every time I showed up to a shoot, if I got there within five minutes, if I didn't text him back, he had, we had like a safety thing mm-hmm. where if I didn't text him thumbs up or I'm okay, he would contact the authorities that's and he had my location and he was just basically like my safety net. And I tell any girl that's going into new modeling, any type of modeling, when you go into these shoots and you don't know the photographers, you should always have that safety net in place because it helps you to make sure you feel secure. And he always made sure that the uh, they signed NDAs. They did all the paperwork. He had all of that stuff laid out for me. So I didn't have to worry about anything like that. Okay. That, was, that was a so blessing. Thank God. Yes. So you're saying that you were already set up. He set you up in good situations. So do you have any horror stories? or do you I have do any, have like, horror stories. So we were on Model Mayhem and he was running my Model Mayhem account. He would vet the uh, photographers. He would do background checks on them. Mm-hmm. He would do all of that. But um, a couple months into it and me living in L.A., he basically fell off. Like he didn't want to manage me anymore. He just stopped, you know, calling or answering my calls. So at this point, I'm like, I need to make money and I'm, you know, do the modeling thing. So I'm going to do the modeling thing. Um, the one horror story that I think was probably the worst situation I was in with modeling was when I had um, went to this photographer's house. He was an older guy and um, Sean had actually set up this photographer. His The photographer's name was Boop Bleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, damn, she dropped wow. that name. But yeah, his name was Ron, though, and I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest. So he was an older guy. He lived um, in a nice house. So I pulled up to his house and um, this story is crazy. So we started doing the shoot and I was like wearing like a Tommy figure bra and like my jeans, like cut off jeans. And while the guy is photographing me, I look up and his nuts was hanging out under from his shorts. Yes. Oh my God. So at that moment, I was like, oh like, my yes, God. I'm sorry. Like, oh my God. God. I don't even know what to say. No, but like, I believe, like, I 100%. Oh, I don't yeah. doubt that happened, but the, the audacity. Like, I don't know what, like, I don't know if, if he didn't realize that his 
No. no. I don't know if he did. No. I mean, when you look down but, at something, yes, he pulled them out. Yes, so I was, you know, I was posing and everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a model, they sometimes want you to stay in a pose or they don't want you to move. So I'm trying to get myself situated. And um, I look up at him and the kahunas was just dangling. And I'm just like, uh-huh. what is that? So you were just like, yes. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. Oh, my um, God. up for this. And then basically he was like, yeah, um, just on some creep stuff. Wasn't a good um, vibe at all. I told Sean. Sean was like, we're never going to shoot that guy again. I'm going to report him and all of this. But, um, yeah, Ron was a creep. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a Ron oh, yeah, word. Ron. I <laughs> Ron. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm actually very sorry, first of all. I, I had to go through that because that's disgusting. Yes, definitely and was. Male photographers need to get it together. Sorry, but you guys do. You guys need to get it together. You're, yes, and he had a whole room like of like um wardrobe and stuff like that so he shoot people a lot and he was telling me how he shoots a lot of women but if you shoot a woman with your kahunas hanging out more power to them because i'm not going to be the one that you're shooting exactly yeah i'm happy you were able to get out of there safe and unscathed and yeah but we're gonna close this segment and actually go into the truth and drink now Awesome. Um, we're very happy to have you on here. Thank yes. you for sharing your side of the story about being a model in and LA. And keeping it 100. Yeah, and keeping it 100. Because a lot of people are just like, oh, LA modeling. Yeah, yeah, it's so awesome. But it's not. It's it's definitely work. Yes. And it's hard. And you're going to run into some crazy creeps. And you got to be prepared for it. Yes. And you got to protect yourself. Like she said, send your location to somebody. Um, make sure somebody knows where you're at at all times. Give someone else that photographer's information mm-hmm. so they know how to find you when you're on set and yeah be safe all out there y'all be safe. can I add one more thing yeah of course never go to a photographer's house I don't care what he's paying you never show up to a photographer's house because at the end of the day you're putting yourself in an unsafe situation and studios only that. studios or outside only yeah all right, let's do this truth or drink so we yeah, can really get drink. to know you, okay. even though you shared a lot. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to the second segment. We're going to be doing a truth or drink. Another uh, one. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we can really get some information from all of us. And truth or drinks are fun, so let's just do it. All right, I'll go first. this one okay so i'll ask the question then you guys answer then i'll answer last okay Ooh, who's the most famous person you've had sex with you were ready to take that shot (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna take a drink (laughs) i don't want to pillow talk my fiance. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That is the truth, though. Um, some guy that was an extra on um, Westworld. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> love the extra. You know? I can't even tell. Is it my turn? Respect to yeah. you, though. Shout out, Nisi. She don't kiss and tell. I'm like, <laughs> Much appreciated. If you want somebody to keep your secrets, I'm the one, baby. She's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I got it now. I got it now. Who's the most unprofessional person you've worked with in life? 
I thought this said whore. <laughs> I thought it did too. I was looking from the side like, I'm just going to take a drink. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm actually going to take a drink on that one too because I don't want to air anybody out. Yeah. Be oh. yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying I'm not trying to air nobody out, so uh, y'all are very professional out here. Everybody professional. Yeah, you all are professional. Thank you so much for the opportunity. <laughs> I could definitely air y'all out. Cheers to Cheers. professionalism! Yay. Yay! Oh God! And not snitching. Ooh, wait! I ain't, I can't take another one. So I'm about to be really honest with all these questions. Ooh. Okay, let's see here. See, I didn't, I didn't review these with Cindy, so I actually <laughs> went in. Yes, all these questions are real questions. Let's get in. Who is your least favorite artist and why? My least favorite artist is, um, what's that girl name? Yo, man, I'm gonna have to think about that one. Um, honestly, it's not like one person. I feel like it's a genre. I don't like these whisper girl singers. I'm not gonna lie. I miss the Whitney Houston's. I miss the um, I I, I miss the Mariah Carey's. I don't like these girls that be whispering. If you're trying to uh, air out Janae, just say that. No. <laughs> hey. Whoa, Jeanine. I love her. Janae, Janine Aiko is... That's not her name. It's Janae. Oh, she's very good at what she does. I'm going to say that. But I don't. I just don't feel like whispering should be praised. She don't whisper in all her songs. But my least favorite artist would have to be anybody that I can't understand. Lil' Key, um... Yeah, Gotti. Anybody signs to Young Thug label, it's a no fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just can't understand it. I can't yeah. get with it. Uh, it's giving me, I don't know. And I don't like that. So There's just too many of them. Yeah, it's so many bad think, artists now. I think it's like the, I would say, if you weren't out by, hmm, if you wasn't out by 2017. Oh, okay, 2017. I feel like right now. Yeah, I thought you were going to say 2010, because that's when the era of music definitely picked up a little bit. Okay, no, no, 2010s are good. But if you wasn't, like, solidified by 2017, anybody new, I'm sorry. I can't yeah. get it. I can't yeah. get it. I'm sorry. Y'all got to prove me wrong. Y'all need to catch up, because the women don't like y'all music, in other words. Yes. Sorry. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm acting like I didn't write these questions. <laughs> okay. Oh, what's your what's your LA dream job or your dream production? Ooh, that's a nice cute one. That's my cute. LA dream job. I'm doing it. I'm living it. I'll be a chef, open my own restaurant with an S, and um, make money and be happy. She really is doing it. Yeah. I same thing. I'm doing what I love. Working on productions with the people that I love and respect, yeah. meeting new people, collaborating with them, mm-hmm. and working on my own hustles. I think I'm doing exactly what I want to do, and that's all I can say. Exactly. Yeah. As we all are. Yeah. I feel like I'm on my way, um, but my dream job would definitely, as well, just working in production, trying to solidify teaser network, 
um, as multiple podcasts, not just teaser topics. I want another podcast. I want another show. So, yeah. Fingers crossed. Girl, yes. You're going to get it. Yes. Get time, baby. Yeah. Speaking of into existence. Yeah. What's the worst L.A. project you have worked on? Ooh, I think we are heard that uh-huh. one. The LA project. Worst Wait, LA. LA project. Hmm. There was this one show I had to be a background on, and it was it was like eight hours top on the you know description. We were there for fucking twelve hours, no breaks, had to stand up. That was what? disgusting. Wow. And I had fell asleep, and I remember one production guy like tapping my shoulder, like wake up. <laughs> I was like, I'm never doing this again. So the worst LA project I think I've worked on was when um, it was me modeling, for instance. Uh, this guy, he had uh, he was a photographer. He wanted me to shoot with him, but he lived in Apple Valley, so he drove to come get me. So me, him coming to get me, I was like rapping at the time, so I was a rap rapper, and um, I asked him to record a rap video of me, which he did. And then we're driving, you know, the drive from Apple Valley to here is like two hours. I asked him if he could stop at Chick Fil A so I could use the bathroom. And then once I uh, came out the bathroom, I asked him if he could go to the drive-through. He was like, no, 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 no. I'm just about to take you back home. I can't do this anymore. I'm like, we're already in Apple Valley. You're going to take me all the way back home. Because you asked to use Because I asked to get go through the drive-thru. Because we oh, drove drive-thru. two hours. Uh-huh. And I'm like, shoot, let me get a sandwich. I was going to go inside the restaurant and get a sandwich. But I didn't want to leave him waiting in the car. He snapped on me. And I was like, I never want to work with you again. Don't worry about it. He paid me and dropped me back off at home. Did he feed you on set? No. We didn't oh. make it to the set. What? He was we, having a bad we day. We didn't make it to the set. That's crazy. No, see, that's unprofessional. Yeah. He should have been aired out on the last question. Yes, he should have. And I just aired him out. You know who you is. Ooh. Apple Valley <laughs> photographer. <laughs> Apple Valley Studios. Y'all better watch out. <laughs> I guess, I, you know, I did think of one. I think when I first moved here, I was working at an entertainment staffing company. And we had to help staff the MBA. What's that thing that go on? Where you get all-star games? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That was probably the worst project only because it was very tedious. And we had to staff a lot of people at once. But that was the worst project. Boring, but... Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was all fun. Of course. You got to work your way up, y'all. Exactly. You got to start. You got to work your way up. You got to start somewhere. Yep. <laughs> it's your oh, turn. my turn. Get a good one, girl. Yeah, that one's so juicy. Okay, this one's really folded, so let's see. What's your most shallow reason for curving a guy? Mm. Mm. I'm not going to lie. He don't have enough money. Oh. I mean. He's not on my level. Like, nothing. Like, you just there and I'm here and it's not working. You might have to get up, go up the elevator a couple more stops. Then we can meet. Damn, I'm really shallow. This one guy had a crack in his teeth and it really bothered him. Oh, shallow. Oh, okay. Now I know. Shallow. Yeah. He was was really cute, but it just really bothered me. And I just couldn't. I just felt so bad. Like, I just couldn't do it. He had a crack in his teeth. Wow. Like, I think I've curved people. Like a whole chip. I've curved people because they butt crack was showing when they got in my car. (gasps) Like, I've curved people because, like, they smoke cigarettes. But that's a valid look. That's valid. Like, I've curved people because they just. Don't have it. 
you don't have it. You don't have that wow. You don't have the je ne sais quoi. Yeah, you don't have that je ne sais quoi. I can't. So we can't do it. I'm eating tuna tartar, and you're over here eating 7-Eleven sushi. Even Cheetos. I can't do it. It's tuna tartar or Cheetos. I mean, call it, which I don't even call that shallow. It's just like dating in your class. It's, you just have to date in your class. Yes, That's wear a belt. Why is your butt crack showing when you get out of my car? Bruh. Put a belt Pull on. your pants up. Put on. Underwear. What about you? <laughs> I feel like, I think I mentioned this on another episode. Like, I know I got a big head, but his head... Was just wait, and then he had a hat on when he was talking, and then I, oh my god! And then he took it off. I saw his his. This is MySpace days. I went to his MySpace and I saw what he was working with under the hat, and I just had to. Wow, that person. reminds me. I definitely got half fish. I think in. every girl has been half. Yes, and that was, that was definitely a reason. The guy was so adamant on hitting on me, hitting on me, hitting on me, and I would not talk to him. I went on his Instagram lady that night and he was bald. I'm like, you're bald. And it wasn't a good bald. It was like, you called wow. him and was like, you're bald. <laughs> you're bald. You didn't tell me you, you were did, bald. You didn't tell me he was bald. Like, he had the hat on snug tight. I thought he had a whole fresh line up under there. Tricked me. That's Girl, how they get you. Ask the what's going on under that hat. I know. Don't no, be scared. No ask hats. him what's going on. Just be like, you know, like, I don't, before just, I give you exactly. my number. Can I just, you know, I want to see what you like. I don't, don't even bother. Hats. I don't Sorry. want it. First link you have on a hat, we're not talking. Oh. Because yeah. why, why do you have a hat on on our first date? Exactly. Just how men say they want to take women swimming on their first date. Exactly. Take that hat off, baby. Let me see what you're working with. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's all the time we have for Truth oh. or Drink. Thank you guys for watching another episode of Teaser Topics. And thank you for Lacey G for coming out. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.